Blog Talk Radio. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the KIRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy, and we are back on the air once again every Sunday, same time, same place. And all of my listeners out there, you are B.I.G. in my book, and I sincerely, sincerely give you the gratitude and the praise you deserve for always holding us down and always listening to this show. I felt like a distinguished gentleman when I said that. I'm not distinguished and I'm barely a gentleman. But anyway, shout out to everybody out there. B.I.G. in my book for listening to the show. Rocking with me another Sunday, man. This is what we do. There's been a lot going on. For, there's always a lot going on, but there's been a lot going on in these last couple of weeks, that's for sure, and especially with the weather to all my, my whole listening area out there, except for the West Coast, 
seems like normally the West Coast are the individuals that get the most, you know, the crazy weather. They're, they're the people who always get the earthquakes and, and you know, all the, all the, all the crazy stuff, tsunami, winds and rain and all that, you know, off the Pacific. But this time it's us. You know what I mean? It's it's the East Coast who's getting all this crazy stuff right now. For example, we had a hurricane that just came through, Hurricane Irene, and uh, you know it, it hit North Carolina coast. Shout out to all my people out there, man, who are rebuilding it. It didn't do as much damage as we thought, as everybody thought it would do, but it did do enough damage. And you know, a lot of folks lost their lives. I, I forget that I don't know what the actual count is right now, but you know, my heart, and my blessings goes out to to my prayers go out to all the people out there who you know, went through something through this hurricane, man. This this thing was huge. It was it was spinning, you know, reverse winds and it stayed on the coast for God knows how long and, you know, it made it it made its way up north and, you know, affected a lot of people from you know, from the Carolinas up through the Boston area. So, you know, that that was that was unusual for a hurricane to do. So, you know, there was a big story going on about that. And as you know, uh the following the the previous Monday before the hurricane last week, uh, you know, we, we felt an earthquake. And uh, that's unusual for the East Coast, as I'm sure most of you guys know. Most of my listening area right now online, it's probably from the southeast. So I know you guys, we aren't used to no daggone earthquakes over here. We we just don't have that. You know, folks didn't know what to do when the house starts shaking. Some people said they were going to get in the tub, or some people said they got in the tub. Some folks said they ran outside. Some people said they got in the closet. A lot of people didn't feel it. A lot of people didn't know what it was. So, you know, I didn't feel it. I was about to get on the bike and and go do go through a store run real quick. I was on my way to Lowe's. Shout out to Lowe's, man. Good good run company over there. But anyway, I was on my way to Lowe's and uh, you know, I felt the bike shaking. But that's you know that was nothing normal. I, I thought it was. I don't know what I thought it was. I I didn't. Earthquake never ended my mind, as I'm sure it didn't end in most of you guys' minds. So, it's been a lot of crazy weather going on over here on the East Coast, man, and. A lot of things going on politically, and folks are campaigning. President Barack Obama is definitely campaigning, and he's campaigning hard. The Republicans are like, we ain't trying to hear that. We got to get this clown out of here. Man, there's a lot of controversy going on. You know what I mean? The debate is coming up, and Obama put this off, and man, Boehner asked Obama to do this and do that. It's, it's a lot of controversy right now. I mean, you can feel it in the air. It's amazing, though. It's amazing to me that all this campaigning is going on and all this money is being spent on a campaign trail while the country is in the shape that it's in. It's amazing that folks can raise over, they said Barack Obama is raising, the President Barack Obama is raising over a billion dollars, folks, over a billion dollars to campaign with. Now, I don't know how true that is, okay? I don't know how true it is, but... So far, I hadn't heard any 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 for any you know any language from his party or anybody rebuting that. No rebuttals on that at all. So, I just got to go with the flow, man. You talking about one billion dollars just to run for a political office? That's crazy. That that's the problem right there with the office alone. That you got to raise that much money just to actually run for the office. Insane. A billion dollars. You know what we could do with a billion dollars across the United States? God, give me just 10% of that and just, if somebody could give me 10% of that Billy and say, P, go out and make a difference in the community, I damn sure feel like I could make a difference out of, excuse me, out of the community from coast to coast. 
somebody's community. Somebody will be living a little bit better. A whole lot of people will be a lot smarter. Some folks will be a lot well off. Some people will be educated. I, I don't even know what I would do with it, but I would definitely figure out a way to make it happen, to do something positive with that. I just don't get it, man. That's too much money to run for a political office. So it, it makes me think, right? Here's here's where I go with this. When when you got to raise or when you get that amount of money, like that massive amount of money, a billion dollars for anything, and especially when it's donated, it makes me wonder, where's that money come from? You know, where's the money really come from? We don't know. I mean, we didn't know coming into the last presidential election who the president was getting money from, but we knew he was a hustler because we never saw anybody run a campaign like that before. Folks, this man's campaign was absolutely flawless. Nobody ran a campaign like the President Barack Obama ever before. He was more hip. He, had to, he didn't want to give his Blackberry up. He had the robocalls going. They were calling folks. He was showing up at churches. They were taking, they would send a collection plate around. No, I'm kidding. I don't think they send a collection plate around. But, you know, they were all over the place, man. And he got a bunch of donations. You know, college students donated dollars and quarters and $5, and they were texting donations. and I mean, it was flawless. The ground game was impeccable. we never seen anything like that before. And now, you know, these days we're just really finding out where the big donors were coming from, the George Soros is of the bunch. Um, like, you know, like President Bush had Cheney. Even though Cheney was a vice president, you got to know, you got to follow the trail of Halliburton and know what kind of relationships Halliburton has with the business world, what kind of relationships that George Soros has with the stock world, with the stock, the whole stock society. You know, with the whole trading game, with the investment groups out here. So you got to really sit down and think about where does this money come from? Because it makes me wonder what kind of relationships you've made with these folks in order for them to give you this massive amount of money or these donations or to make these folks support you. Um, normally, citizens, normally we support folks that we feel are morally right, uh, are religiously correct. Um, maybe we share the same values uh, for the country, you know, the patriotism, or, or maybe that works in the community, you know, maybe that works in the city or that works in the state, or, you know, maybe a track record for when they was actually a, a politician previously. Maybe the track record is good, and that's what makes us support them when they move up to another level. But when folks start donating money from the business world, and you got to look at that and go, hmm. I wonder what kind of relationship they have to make them folks come out and publicly represent you, publicly hold you down, publicly say, yes, we are the blank, blank conglomerate. We're the, let's say, for example, we're the S&P and we support President Pudgy. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. So I don't know. I think about those relationships all the time. But we got a wonderful show as normal. Got Charlotte coming up here in about the next three minutes at 8.15 on the dot. Charlotte's going to come through and give you guys some information about stretching your budget, about being frugal, as she always do, always holding it down, dropping jewels on everybody. Hi, Charlotte. I don't know. Is she on the queue yet? I don't know. Maybe she's on the queue. I'm sure she's listening. But hi, Charlotte. Shout out to you. She's coming through, folks, and she's going to give you guys some good information. We also got a special guest for tonight. That is Mike Beitler, Dr. Mike Beitler, our nomination, folks, the KIRP radio show, and all of my listeners, I'm going to speak up for y'all this time because I've done the research on the gentleman here. Our candidate for North Carolina Secretary of State 
Dr. Mike Beitler is coming through, and he's going to drop some jewels on you guys and let you know exactly, exactly what he intends to do if he's nominated and if he goes on to become the Secretary of State for North Carolina. He's going to tell you what his plan is. He's going to tell you where his focus is. And, you know, I've sat down with the man. We had coffee. We met on a couple of occasions. Hey, man, I think he has it. I understand where he's coming from. I like the things that he's talking about. It's not any it's not any crazy crazy racial things. It's not any crazy economic things. It's all what's right for any individual in North Carolina. As a Secretary of State for North Carolina, that's what we need. We need an individual who understands the money. But anyway, I'm not going to get into all that right now. I'm going to let Dr. Beitler come on the show and really break that down for you guys. Coming up in just a sec, I got Charlotte from Stretching Your budget.com. She's going to show you how to hold it down, folks. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to go to a commercial. We're going to give her an extra minute. Charlotte, are you on the line? Hey, I'm here. Hey, hey, how you doing? Doing good. How are you? Good, 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 good. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you got something good for me. How's the family, first of all? The family is doing wonderful. Enjoying this nice, long Labor Day weekend. <laughs> Yeah, it's long for some of you guys. Oh, I didn't mean to say that, but anyway. Um, <laughs> as your, it as your, I'm sorry? I said it doesn't happen very often, so I'm taking right. it in. No doubt. Have your parents came back from, uh, where were they, in Alaska? Alaska, yes, they're back. <laughs> the kids are actually with them tonight, so. Oh, lucky you, Charlotte. Lucky you guys. Charlotte, what you got for us tonight where we can learn how to stretch our money? Um, well, tonight I was just going to kind of talk on um, Labor Day traveling and how to save money. Got any plans? Well, you got the floor. All right, thank you. Well, um, tonight, since it is Labor Day tomorrow, I kind of wanted to talk about ways to, um, you know, stretch every penny that you have and take a, a little mini vacation, even if it's for, for a day. So um, we actually aren't going anywhere this weekend, but... If you are thinking about going out or heading out of town, um, but you're not sure because of money and things might be kind of tight, um, I just wanted to give you several tips on how to save money and, um, you know, stretch your budget so that you can take some extra, you know, little vacations and breaks here and there. So this works even if it's not for Labor Day. So take notes on these tips because they will, uh, you know, work anytime. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to talk about was um, – if you are thinking about going on a vacation or a trip, um, you know, driving obviously seems like it's not as cost-effective now since gas is so high. Um, but one of the things this month that you can do to save money on gas is if you have a Walmart that has a murky gas there, um, then you can save $0.10 cents a gallon by going in to the store. We just run into the, um, the uh, garden section. And, you know, you just get a gift card. It can be any kind of gift card and load money on it and take it to the pump and you'll get 10 cents off a gallon. So right now for us locally, gas is um, 3.57, so 10 cents off makes it 3.47. So that really doesn't sound like a huge savings, but when you add it all up, it really, um, you know, does make a huge effect on your gas bill. Another thing that you can do is if you have a sheet gas station, and those might be a local thing, I'm not really sure, but um, that's the gas station that we have, and you can save three cents off a gallon just by using your sheet card. You can get those inside the store, 
um, register it, and then you'll get free sent off again with just for using your card. Um, so those are two ways that you can save money um, just in gas. Um, there's other ways that you can, you know, try to be cost effective. If you've got a family that you're going on a tri- trip with, try, you know, carpooling, riding together. Um, I actually carpool going into work every day, so that kind of saves them some money too. But if, you know, you've got two families going, maybe you can, um, you know, try to ride together and split the cost of gas. So that's another good way to just um, save on your, your gas bill. So that's one thing um, that I would say that you could improve your budget um, when you're trying to travel. Another thing that I would suggest, and I'm sure many of you are probably familiar with it, but um, the daily deal sites that are becoming very popular. Um, we've got um, a Groupon, Living Social, um, Eversave. Those are just several of the main um, you know, deal sites. And basically what it is is just a free um, thing for you to sign up for. And um, you just give them your email address, log in, and um, every day they have different deals. Um, most deals are up to 50% off. So my husband and I have found um, great ways to, you know, go on a date or they have weekends. They've got tons of getaway um, deals now. So you could just plan a short little getaway. Um, and so that's another good way to save. Uh, if it's 50% off and you go ahead and get it, you can plan in advance. Um, to take a short little trip and have some time to save. Most of those deals do run for like a year. Like so once you buy your deal, then you have like a year to use it. So it's not something that you have to use right away. Um, it's not a scan. I know some people are probably skeptical of those kind of things, but I, we've really done a lot of savings um, through that. Another um, good thing is restaurants.com. That's a way for you to get um, restaurants gift certificates for restaurants in your local area. Um, you just pick, type in the zip code of where you want to go and pull up all the restaurants. And you can get, um, at the end of the month, they always have them at 80% off. And so you can get a $25 gift certificate for only 2 bucks. Um, so, I mean, that's a huge saving. Um, that's a good way for you to be able to go out to eat, whether it's just like on a date or, you know, you want to have a, special event coming up and you need to eat out, that's another awesome way to, um, you know, cut back and be able to go out and enjoy yourself and not spend a ton of money. So these sites that I'm throwing out here are available on our website um, at stretchingyourbudget.com. You can check those out. Uh, We've got a huge list of all the daily deal sites as well as restaurants.com. So I totally recommend um, we use it all the time. Basically, you just print out the gift certificate, take it with you into the restaurant, and you give it to the waiter or waitress at the end of your meal, and they deduct the amount from uh, your bill. So it's really an awesome way to save um, money. Another thing that we kind of had I kind of touched on um, was about the getaway deals. Um, there's tons of ways you know, to get a discount. But I'm looking up right now, Groupon's got um, a one-night stay, just for example, at a 58% discount, um, you know, at a resort. So 58% savings is huge whenever you're talking about vacation. Um, And I know a lot of people are unable to travel because, um, you know, 
time they're tweeting. Everybody's still in the crunch. So 58%, you know, might give somebody a way to get away and have a nice little vacation. So those are just a few little quick tips um, that I have for you tonight. And, um, you know, I hope everybody's going to have a safe and happy Labor Day and enjoy your time off. If you're not off on the sorry. <laughs> um, hope you'll get some time off soon and you'll be using these skips. I am so not off. I'm never off. <laughs> Charlotte. You're never off. No, I'm I'm never off, man. I, I work twenty four. Never. Even on my I off days like I'm not sometimes. off. How about how you like that? Yeah, I feel like I'm never off sometimes. Charlotte, the ten cents per gallon. What when you're a yeah. mom though, when you're a mom and a mother you, you you're kinda never off too, so you know. And a wife on top of that. <laughs> exactly, that's true. Charlotte, let me ask you something. Let me ask, let let me ask you about the ten cents per gallon uh, the thing. What's what's the deal with that? You said with Murphy. Mhm. Murphy gas. Um, they're located at Walmart across the country. Um, but basically, you go inside and get a gift card, a Walmart gift card, or if you have a Walmart um, Visa card, you can do the same thing. Um, but you just load the money on your gift card and then take it to the pump. And as soon as you swipe it, it deducts 10 cents off um, automatically per gallon. Gotcha. So you can't use your own credit card with that. You, you have to go in and actually swipe your credit card for a gift card. And you can get right, yeah. You would just basically get a gift card. Pretty slick. Hey, I had a... Um... I had an email from a listener a little while back. And and I was just looking through some emails today, and actually I wasn't. Somebody else found it, and we missed it. We never replied, but it was for you. And uh, someone sent in and asked a question, Charlotte. What would you recommend for flights with hotel? I, I guess they're trying to say, what would you recommend for flights with or without a hotel, or with with or without a car? It seems we book it with the hotel car. I guess they're I, I, assuming they're talking about online. Um, there's several sites that you can use, but um, I would recommend Expedia. Um, you can book with or without a hotel, with or without a car. You can choose your own options. Basically, you decide how you want to book your package. Um, that gives you the choice to decide whether or not you you know you need to use all three of the options, or if you just need one you know option. That would be the best like kind of booking type of thing. Um, but when I was talking about the getaways, this is kind of one of those things that they're just looking for a vacation, like a stay, not the travel part. Um, then the, these Groupons and stuff are a really mm-hmm. good way to get a discount on your actual stay for your vacation. But if they're looking for a discount, um, you know, for the, the airfare or the car, you know, vice versa, then Expedia is a good, um, you know, option. We've used them before. And um, they they give you discounted rates, so it's another um, online booking site. Expedia, I, you know, I see the commercial. I see the commercials with the uh, with the guy from Star Trek, William Shatner. What, what's the site that he that he advertises? I think he might be Expedia too. What is that? Price? Or hot what price? Okay, line. it's a Speedy or Price Priceline. It might be Priceline. Priceline. Yeah. I think How is that in comparison to Expedia? I, I don't know if you. Priceline? They're both very similar. They offer the same um, features. You can decide whether you want to do airfare, um, just car rental, or vacation, or like your hotel stay. 
So you can choose whether you want all three and then give you a discounted rate for all three, or if you just need one option, you can you can pick that too. But they're both the same, basically. Sounds good. That sounds like a plan right there. I like that. And I had one more question, and that was about. Well, well, my question was about couponing. Okay, I was on you. Could actually get some coupons, but how could we print those out? Um, you can print coupons out on our website, stretchingyourbudget.com. Just go under the tab that says um, coupons, and you'll see a link for then uh, the drop-down menu for printable coupons. And you just click on that, and there'll be several different um, icons for the different printable websites. And you just click on whichever one you want. It'll take you to the site. You click on all the coupons you want to print, and hit click print. Very cool. simple. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I will be doing that too. Charlotte, any shout outs? Um, I would say shout out to my husband. He's been really awesome this weekend. He just helped me file all my coupons that I've been behind. So. <laughs> <laughs> Following the coupons away. Shout out to your husband for having the patience to do that. Jesus. That's right. <laughs> All right, Charlotte. I appreciate you coming through, and we will talk later this week. I just got a message from Terry a while ago. I guess he got it from Nikki or somebody that said to make sure I give you a call this week. So I'll be giving you a call sometime this week, and we'll talk off air about some scheduling. Sounds great. Look forward to it. Have a good birthday. All right, care, Charlotte. Thank you. Thank I'll you too. So that was Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com, always holding us down, always coming through with some good information that we, that we always need. They can always put us in a spot that we need to be in so far as saving, uh, couponing, you know, making a little bit of money, and that's that's what we like to do. We try to save money. We try to be frugal. We try to coupon. Hey, we do it all, man. You listen to WMMG, home of the KIRP radio show. If you're on the line by via Internet, you could also call in 619-638-8559 is the number rate. You could also uh, log in by Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash K-I-R-P radio show. And you can also hit us up on Twitter. That's at symbol NC Pudgy. That's me. Make sure you add me. And a lot of people coming through later uh, this week, last week. A lot, a lot of folks coming through, over 100 people coming through. So I guess people are, are getting more interactive with the show. <laughs> also hit me up on uh, or, or anyone from the show at at symbol on Twitter at symbol K R R P Radio Show and look for our YouTube man we got some YouTube clips on there a little a few commercials that will be posted on there we got we got to get better on our YouTube but contact us on YouTube at youtube.com slash you know what it is K R R P Radio Show we'll be back after this commercial in just a second and when we come back. We're going to get it in. I mean, we're going to really get it in with my man, Dr. Mike Beitler, who's going to come through and drop us some, you know, he's going to give us a little bit of, you know, he's going to give us a little bit of knowledge on uh, what we need to know about your state, North Carolina. We'll be right back right after this commercial.
The number one online music tournament encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then... Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Friday, September 9th at The Spot in Wilson, North Carolina. AOP and Kingdom Works is throwing an all-white Christian affair. Tell a friend to go get their white and meet you at The Spot. 910 Tarver Street, Wilson, North Carolina. Tickets are $10. It's a ticket-only event. Must be 21-plus to attend this grown and godly live entertainment and more event. I'll see you there. For tickets, 919-235-7361 or 252-266-1668. This is a ticket-only affair. Friday, September 9th at The Spot in Wilson. Hey, it's, if it's Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. and you got nothing to do, I want you to make some time. Grab your slippers, get your robe on, get some comfortable clothes on, leave your rollers in your hair and get cozy, real cozy, with a drink in your computer. If you've ever been to a coffee shop before, this is a coffee shop you've never seen before right in the comfort of your own home. Late Night Mike, every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. starring your host, Katrina Watkins, poet extraordinaire, and the host act right. My man holds it down. The purely poetic late night Mike poetry show. Hey, if you wanted some good poetry in your life, make sure you log on to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash purely dash poetic. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336 336- 
214-614-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Poppet at Faulkner's Antique says, don't forget the reason for the season. Welcome back to the KIRP radio show. I don't know if you guys are noticing, but uh yeah, I've been playing we've been playing a little bit of a little bit of old school. So, you know, right after the show in the bonus hour, we're gonna we're gonna play a little bit of music for you guys and we're gonna we, I hope hope you guys can listen to the lyrics of the songs that we're gonna play, man. You know, we're gonna do a little something special, a little something different. We don't normally play music on the show, but it's the bonus hour and we're gonna do it. Probably gonna have to pay for it, but it is what it is. Coming up right now, folks. I have the special guest that I've been talking about for the longest, Dr. Mike Beitler, coming through the show, our candidate, our official candidate for Secretary of State of North Carolina. Excuse me. Dr. Beitler is a former business professional at the University of North Carolina at Greensboro, business consultant and host of the book Free Markets. I'm sorry, host of the radio show Free Markets, uh, the author of three books and a former CFO. Uh, Mike is married to Danielle Bylan, has three kids. He received his B.S. in finance and economics from the University of Central Florida in 1976. He has his M.A. in psychology from Norwich University in 1994 and his Ph.D. in leadership development from the Union Square Institute in 1997. Uh, without further ado, I'll let the man tell you who he is himself. Dr. Mike Beitler, our Mike Beitler, our official candidate for North Carolina Secretary of State, Greetings to you, Mr. Byler. How are you? Well, Pudgy, I'm doing just great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. I'm so thrilled to have you on the show. Since we last sat down, I, I've been I've been so anxious to get you on the show so we can get the word out to the folks who they need to vote for. We had a great talk over that coffee. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I did too. It, it was beautiful, man. Let you it, it really put things in perspective and and really let me know where you come from. I, I saw the sincerity in your message and the things that you believe in and the reason you want to run. And, and you know, my hat's off to you, Dr. Byler. Well, you know, Pudgy, you and I talked about over coffee that day, and let's bring your um, listeners in on this too. You know, back in 2006, 2008, I was getting so frustrated with the political process that I either had to decide, you know, I'm either going to get into this thing or just get out of it altogether. Well, I was just so frustrated, like a lot of people were. Mm-hmm. And and that's the time I sat down and thought, you know, what, these things I've been saying all my life, do I really believe this stuff and there's any foundation for this stuff, the, mm. you know, free markets and limited government and the Constitution and all that kind of stuff that, you know, we talk about. Right. So, you know, as you and I talked about, I started doing some research and going back and look at what these founding fathers and the Enlightenment thinkers and all these people actually said. So I tried to read you know, their words instead of what somebody said about them. And I tell you, Pudgy, I was really I, I was really struck by the fact that 
these people really did believe what they were saying. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't just words, you know, and, and they really had studied, you know, what philosophers had said and what, and what economists had said. And they they offered us a really sound system. We just drifted away from it. So hmm. what I'm excited about is I think what I saw in 2010 is, you know, with the Tea Party and the Ron Paul movement and a lot of different things, people are serious about getting our country back on track. I'm excited about this. Yeah, I, I am too. And uh, you know, in talking to you, Doctor Violet, it seems that you you'll be, uh, you're really sure about America recovering, getting back to the state of you know taking care of our own. It seems that you're very optimistic about our future. Well, you know, I I am an optimist, and even though I tell groups, you know, we're fourteen and a half trillion dollars in debt. There's another hundred trillion dollars in unfunded liabilities that we're going to have to get the younger generation to pay for in taxes. That all sounds very gloomy. But we have the strength of the capitalistic economy. We we can still, if we stop the spending and we start paying, we, not, we can't pay the debt off overnight, but if we start right. paying it down slowly, we can give our children, you know, the same opportunities that we've had. Wow. Speaking of children, uh I, I saw somewhere that you apologized, and maybe you told me this, but I think I read it somewhere where you actually apologized for the baby boomers. Is that correct? <laughs> you know, I did, Pudge. You know, and, and, yeah, you may know this story. I was speaking during the 2010 campaign over at Wake Forest University, and I was being introduced and with all these you know, wonderful accolades about, oh, Dr. Butler's done this and done that. And, and it was all very nice, but I was standing there, looking at 300 young faces, and I'm the only baby boomer in that room, you know, and I started feeling guilty. So I, I walked up to the <laughs> lectern and pushed my notes to the side, looked at him and said, well, on behalf of the baby boomers, I want to apologize for the shameful legacy of debt that we're leaving to your generation. And, and several of the students in the front row, almost in unison, waved at me and said, Oh, Dr. Beitler, it's not your fault. <laughs> well, well I, was, I wasn't taking the complete responsibility, but but I do feel as part of that generation, you know, we've run up all this debt, and it's not right, Pudgy, for us now to go off in retirement and collect Social Security on a beach somewhere and, and feel like we owe nothing, you know, to this mess that we've created. I, I feel some commitment and obligation to – my children and their generation and the generation after that. Man, that that's a I tell you what, if you want to be the advocate for the baby boomers and you want to be the official spokesman, you can have that job right there. But <laughs> I appreciate their policy. <laughs> I really appreciate their policy, but that's a heck of a job. That that's that's a job that I wouldn't want. <laughs> I understand. Definitely that. Hey, let me let me ask you about the 2010 campaign for Senate. Um, there was a lot of talk about the TARP program around that time. And, and you know, from my perspective, um, Dr. Bytler, I, I don't think a lot of people actually knew what the TARP program was, was focused on, what it was actually about. Can you enlighten the list a little bit about that? Yeah, as, as you're um, referring to, and you're right, that was a big issue for me. The, the, the reason... I left the Republican Party as I thought, you know, this this is just becoming rhetoric for them. They're talking about limited government and 
you know, free, um, you know, free enterprise and so mm-hmm. forth. And and then they go off and do this TARP thing. And and TARP <laughs> was the, supposedly the Troubled Assets uh, Recovery Program. They were going to go out and buy up all of these bad mortgage-backed securities and so forth. And and I came out of the banking industry myself. I was a chief financial officer in banking, as you had mentioned. And um, and I knew this whole thing was just a big scam. You know, right. we were just bailing out people who made bad decisions. And that's not the American way. You know, if you make bad decisions, the taxpayers shouldn't bail you out. You should suffer the consequences. Absolutely. So, yeah, and you probably remember, you know, Republicans in the Senate and the House were all behind this thing and telling us it was going to be the end of Western civilization and stuff like that. But yet 88% of all Republican voters said they were against TARP. Wow. But they were going to go out and vote for Republicans anyway. Something's wrong with that. So that's yeah. why I ended up running as a libertarian because I thought, well, if they're going to stand up for these principles, I'll I'll stand with them. Wow. But then fortunately in 2010, I, I really think, you know, because of the that Tea Party and the grassroots kind of, you know, Ron Paulers and so forth, I think it got the Republican Party back on track. So, you know, I'm happy to be, you know, waving the re- Republican flag now if they're going to stand up for those principles. Mm. That that's I commend you. I commend you for that too because that was a that was a bold statement that you made. And considering that you ran for Senate, you know, on the Libertarian ticket, that's a huge move. You know, that that says a lot about your character, first of all. So I, I just I definitely appreciate the move that you made and the stance that you took. Well, you know, it's interesting, Pudgy, because I have to admit, when I came back to the Republican Party, I thought, hmm, this should be interesting to see what the reaction is going to be. And it's been, without a doubt, it's been absolutely positive. You know, everybody has said, you know, Mike, we understand why you took that stand. And, in fact, we agree with you. You know, and I thought, wow. So, you know, if Republicans are really saying, okay, we got off track but now we're back on track, and we are going mm-hmm. to stand up for these principles. Well, I'm honored to be part of that. Wow. Well, let's let's talk about this Secretary of State, man, because that, that's why I got you on here. That's why I'm going to vote for you. I, you know, I, I love everything you have to say about what the Secretary of State does. You actually enlightened me on a lot of different issues that I wasn't aware of. Um, what actually, and, and this is solely for the listeners, Dr. Beitler, what exactly does the Secretary of State have to offer for North Carolina, what is the job of the Secretary of State? Well, you know, it's a great question because I would imagine most people in North Carolina really don't have an idea what the Secretary of State does. Well, well, briefly, the way the executive branch of North Carolina's government is set up, you've got the governor, of course, and then you've got the lieutenant governor. But other than that, most people in the state really don't know what those other positions like treasurer and secretary mm-hmm. of Um, um, the commissioner of insurance and so forth, what they do. Well, in North Carolina, you've got the governor, and then you've got what's called the Council of State, and these are nine elected positions, starting with the lieutenant governor and the secretary of state and down through the the, the commissioner of labor, um, Cherie Berry. You've seen her pictures on the Uh elevators. Yeah. I met with her the other day. I was calling her the elevator lady, and she thought that was funny. So. <laughs> she is. I, I meant it. I meant it with all due respect. <laughs> but but anyway, that council of state is these are the people who are elected officials that work along with the governor. 
So it's important for all of us to think in terms of, okay, I want to study what the governor has to say. You know, I don't want to vote for an R or a D just because they're an R or a D. Right. But you want to look at also lieutenant governor, the secretary of state, and those other positions because they have a tremendous impact on how we we execute they're mm-hmm. at the executive branch how they execute the laws of the state of North Carolina. So so from so so for me, Pudgy, I think the Secretary of State position is important because there this is the person who is overseeing all the licensure in the state for businesses and a lot of the business regulations. And as you and I talked about you know, what's getting in the way are, are all these regulations. It's awfully hard now for somebody to start up a business and to be profitable because they're so burdened with all the government regulations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we we it, it takes an act of God to get something done now. It, it's so <laughs> much paperwork. I mean, I mean, there's so much paperwork going on. Uh, even if you wanted to have a, a formal event, there's so much paperwork involved with just getting things in order and, and – you know, one slip of a, or wrong, one wrong piece of paper, you know, it, it can really shut you down. And folks put a lot of work into the things that they, they invest in and, and, you know, the parties that they have or the businesses that they like to start up. So no one wants that to happen, but you almost have to hire an attorney to get something done, you know. And that's really sad. If you think about it, you shouldn't have to have an attorney and a CPA on retainer all year. That's just crazy. You know, once a year you should have your tax return done. That should be pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. what's it well, you know, and what's interesting to me, Pajina, I'm sure you've heard this too, I haven't heard any small business people say, get rid of all government regulations altogether. They're just, they're just saying it's the over-regulation. It's regulations that don't do anything to protect the public that don't do anything to improve the product quality it has nothing to do with safety it's like you mentioned a minute ago it's just paperwork that doesn't accomplish anything it just wastes time wow um on the air with dr mike beitler our candidate our official candidate the one we're going to vote for folks dr mike beitler secretary of state of north county you got to remember the name when you go in the voter booth make sure you're voting for the right person don't just vote straight ticket. I'm sure all my listeners, we've done away with the straight ticket express. That's a thing of the past. So there's at least 170,000 of us who are going to do our research, and we're going to actually go in there in the booth, and we're going to vote like we should. So Dr. Mike Byler is on the air with me now, folks. 619-638-8559 is the number. KRPRadioShow.com if you want to listen via on the air. Um, Dr. Byler, Elaine Marshall, 15 years into this position, okay, 15 years. How can you overcome that fame with your campaign? Well, that's a good question because, of course, with 15 years, she's deeply entrenched and has relationships with, um, you know, the the donors and the fundraisers and so forth. So uh, as I think you're suggesting, it's a tough battle because we've got to get everybody, you know, contributing to the campaign financially. We're, We're going to have to have boots on the ground we got to have people out there putting out yard signs and handing out materials for us, and then, and then we got to get them to the polls. That's that's mm-hmm. critical. You know, whoever wins is going to have to do the best job of getting people to the polls. Oh yeah. And and I think I think you know I think Pudgy, we can do that because, um, you know, it's as you know in any election you can't just depend on Republicans or Democrats. You got to get that unaffiliated, independent voters, that, that group there in the middle. 
Mm-hmm. And I think there's enough people at this time to say, hey, wait a minute, I- I've been paying attention to this thing. You know, we really do need to get back the free market principles and, you know, and the things that we were founded on. We have way too much government. Absolutely. I, you know, that I think the reason a lot of folks continue to vote the same is just, you know, familiarization. Uh, a, a lot of folks don't even know what the stance are on some of the politicians. They don't know what they stand for. Frankly, they just vote because they know the name. And I know the name Elaine Marshall has been out there for a very long time. So when folks get in the vote booth and they already don't know what the Secretary of State does, they figure, ah, you know, I'll vote for her again if, if you know, she's up for re-election. So I, I think that happens a lot. But with your message being out there and you said hitting the ground, folks know what's going on and the reason that you're actually running, I think that does mean a lot. And, and you know, I think you got some headway going on there. I think so. I think I was telling you when we had coffee the other day, I've been from – Elizabeth City to Wilmington, all the way out to Murphy, out in Cherokee County, and and people are really enthusiastic all around the state about you know making their state better. So I feel like you know the timing is right, and you know as I was telling you, we were having coffee. My wife Danielle said, "I think it's God's timing. You know, do it full time, and you know throw everything you've got at it." So. Uh, I'm really excited about it. So far, the campaign has been a lot of fun. We've met, I tell you, that there are just great people all, all, all over the state. A lot of hardworking mm-hmm. people that, you know, want what's best for the state. And, um, and they think, you know, like we do, you know, they want a good life for themselves, but they're looking, for, they're looking ahead to the next generation as well and saying, you know, we need to, you know, be responsible enough to give them the opportunities that we've had. Wow. Uh, how how do you feel like uh, Elaine Marshall has missed the mark on on you know what the job description is? Has she actually um, you know done anything or or for lack thereof has she not been doing enough? You know what would you actually give an attempt to change about the process of small business today? You know, Pudgy, that is a really important question because I did a radio show a couple weeks ago. And the lady who was interviewing me was basically trying to make it sound like, okay, Mike, so this is the rematch between Beitler and Marshall, you know, because we ran against each other in the Senate race. <laughs> Senate. Mm-hmm. And, and I told her, I said, you know, I don't really see it that way. I don't think Elaine Marshall's a bad person, but but philosophically, we are so far apart. She honestly believes, and you know, she's not here to defend herself, but I think sure. this is fair. She's saying, I really believe that government is good and business people are bad, so we need to control these greedy people. Well, as I told you before, Pudgy, I've been in the business world my whole adult life. Mm -hmm. I haven't met any evil people. You know, they're hardworking people. They give a lot of money to charity. You know, they're they're raising families and – you know, I don't see them as bad people. I don't right. think the government should get involved unless there is a bad person, and that bad person is infringing on somebody's rights. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, the military, the police, and the court system, they're legitimate roles for the government. But we don't mm-hmm. need the government, you know, telling us, you know, what size trash can we have to have in our, our office and that sort of stuff. That's crazy. It doesn't. It, it seems like to me that, with all these extra, extra regulations that small business owners have, 
it's it's almost a money thing because there's a fine for this, there's a fine for that, there's a requirement for this, and there's a bunch of uh, fees attached to this. So, you know, if if some of those things were taken out of play, would it would it be that we would North Carolina would be missing out on on some you know some of the financial responsibilities that go along with that? You know, I think that is a really insightful comment because. Uh, when you think about when you create these new agencies, they require more revenues. So they're going to go out and put it, put on fines and so forth to raise revenue to justify their existence that, you know, again, they're protecting us from this, that, and the other thing. But um, if you think in terms of, you know, if we had less regulations, well, then we'd have a smaller government. We could have less taxes coming out of the private sector we could devote that money to creating more jobs and, and growing businesses instead of trying to mm-hmm. regulate everything. Yeah, it, it starts at the small business spectrum. I, you know, a lot of a lot of folks, especially in North Carolina, you know, we're it, we're all over the place, man. We're rural here, and and we got a little bit of city over there, and there's a lot of different type counties in North Carolina, and uh, some very small, some very large, but anywhere you go especially around nowadays it seems that the small business owners are really really suffering and 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 then when you get you know folks on the federal level talking about taxing people more when they make you know 250,000 hours well to me that's just enough money to actually take care that that really just says that you have a successful business i don't know anybody that makes 250,000 hours that is rich or that could afford the extra tax especially things going on with the health sector of North Carolina, you know. Well, yeah, and I, I think you're right. When you talk about somebody making $250,000 a year from a small business, and you know this as well as I do, that certainly wasn't their first year in business. You know, they've been out there for years, you know, building up this business and hiring people and training people. And, yeah. you know, that's a, you're making a good living if you're making $250,000 a year, but – I don't think we think about that in terms of, well, how many years did they put into this? And, you know, how many right. man hours are we talking about? You know, I admire these people. You know, I don't want to punish them with higher and higher taxes. I I want to see them. To, I hope they make 300000 next year and <laughs> hire a few more people. Shoot, hey, I, I hope to make three and four and $500,000 if I have my own business. You know, we don't we don't sure. get into business to fail. You know that that's that's the misconception. You know when you start talking about the evil rich, I think most people when they get into business they get into well, well all people when they get into business they get into business to succeed and make something of themselves and employ more folks. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't get it. You know where where we're just going to impose these extra taxes on folks without even considering how much money it takes for them to operate the business. I agree with you, but when I hear this idea, well, if you get to 250000 a year, we're going to penalize you with taxes, I think we ought to give you a standing ovation. Yeah, we have, absolutely. Because I want to see you go to, okay, now let's see you go to 500000 and hire another 20 people. I want to see yeah. people creating jobs and getting rewarded for hard work. Well, that's what we want out of a Secretary of State from North Carolina. That that's When you have that kind of message, that will go a long way. And I think everybody in North Carolina can relate. Probably everybody across the nation can relate to that when you start speaking in those terms. So, you know, we definitely support you on the show. And 
Anything that you need that we can do for you, Dr. Vitler, we are absolutely here. Anyway, any form of support you need, you got it from the KRP Radio Show and from me. So if I can be at your service, sir, make sure you let me know, and I will definitely be there at your beck and call. Well, Pudgy, I really appreciate all the hard work you're doing. You're doing a lot for this movement, for sure. I'm definitely trying, so I'll be calling on you too, Dr. Vitler. <laughs> okay, well, we'll keep in touch. That's for sure. We'll definitely do that. Please do. Hey, hey, I got one more thing to, to ask you right before we go. We got to go to commercial here in just a couple minutes. But uh, how how confident are you that the people want what you can offer as the Secretary of State? Well, yeah, it, that's a good thought because I was talking to a group the other night, and I said, "What? It, what it's critical." I said, "You know, I think I can make a positive impact as Secretary of State, but we also have to make sure we get McCrory elected." Because if we get stuck with Bev Perdue again, it's going to be awfully tough for a, a secretary of state or a lieutenant governor or a commissioner of insurance or anybody else that get anything done with Bev Perdue in there. Because, again, it's that negative, you know, anti-business philosophy that I'd be fighting against. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to see if we can't get Mr. McCrory on the show, and uh, we'll, we'll put that on the schedule and see if we can contact him and see what he has to say about that. Dr. Bartley, we always do shout-outs. You got any shout-outs before you go? Well, I got to give a shout-out to Danielle, my wife. She's been you know, traveling with me as much as she can, and you know, she's been really supportive. Let me do a quick shout-out to the to conservatives for Guilford County. If your listeners are interested in getting involved, that is one group that is definitely involved. Absolutely. They are on track. They are on the ball. I always give them a shout-out, too. Shout-out to the CGC4. Shout out to all those folks out there. Dr. Butler, thanks for coming through. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, Budgie. Keep up the great work. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. That was Dr. Mike Butler, Secretary of State candidate. Man, we are going to vote for folks. Absolutely. Secretary of State, Dr. Mike Butler, make sure you remember the name. Let me say it again. Dr. Mike Butler, Dr. Mike Butler, Dr. Mike B. Shout out to you, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. Got a little bit of Marvin Gaye for you folks. I'll be right back. your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every one hundred ten children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. 
The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. Friday, September 9th at the spot in Wilson, North Carolina. AOP and Kingdom Works is throwing an all-white Christian affair. Tell a friend to go get their white and meet you at the spot. 910 Tarver Street, Wilson, North Carolina. Tickets are $10. It's a ticket-only event. Must be 21 plus to attend this grown and godly live entertainment and more events. I'll see you there. For tickets, 919-235-7361 or 252-266-1668. This is a ticket-only affair. Friday, September 9th at the spot in Wilson. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Hey, it's if it's Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. and you got nothing to do, I want you to make some time. Grab your slippers, get your robe on, get some comfortable clothes on, leave your rollers in your hair, and get cozy, real cozy, with a drink in your computer. If you've ever been to a coffee shop before, this is a coffee shop you've never seen before right in the comfort of your own home. Late Night Mike, every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m., starring your host, Katrina Watkins, poet extraordinaire, and the host, Act Right, my man, holds it down. The purely poetic Late Night Mike's poetry show. Hey, if you wanted some good poetry in your life, make sure you log on to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash purely dash poetic.
Welcome back to the KRP Radio Show. That segment of the show was brought to you by the Autism Society and Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Shout out to the Autism Society, 800-442-2762, Autism Society of North Carolina. Don't forget, 60,000 NC families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. So if you need more information or maybe you need some help or you know, maybe you want to do to donate or, or help those folks out. Make sure you contact them at 800-442-2762. Also, Allen's Trucking LLC and BA Welding. For all your trucking needs, contact Brian Allen, the owner of Allen's Trucking LLC, 919-426-5455. Always getting you there on time. And when your stuff is needed to be there, they're going to be there on time. Messed that all up. But anyway, I got to give a shout out to my to the people who hold us down. Um, I don't know if you guys are just tuning in to the show. We were just on the air with Dr. Mike Beitler, candidate for North Carolina Secretary of State, the one that I'm going to vote for. I have full faith that this man is going to do a proper job. Um, don't forget, Dr. Beitler also uh, has a show called Free Markets. It's Thursday, 7 a.m. Pacific Time, um, Voice of America Business Channel. Dr. Beitler gives listeners insight on today's business, economic, and political issues from a free market perspective, folks. Free market perspective. That's something we got to keep in mind here in North Carolina. Also got to give a shout-out to my affiliates over there, WMMG, Los Angeles, and Washington, D.C., 500 through 1600 a.m. on your radio, Dizal, every Wednesday night, delayed broadcast. They're going to fix any curse words that I might accidentally do because you know, you know how, like, God ain't finished with me yet and Stuff might slip out. I might say a word or something like that. And, you know, y'all will write me letters like some people do and say, how can you be a Christian? And you just said, damn, I mean, during on it, you know, y'all know what I mean. But anyway, I get them kind of letters and the skinheads have left me alone. But anyway, that's how it's going down, man. WMMG, home of the KRP radio show. If you're just tuning in and you want to make a call into the show, 619-638-8559 is the number. You can also listen online at www krpradioshow.com hit us up on facebook and twitter on facebook is facebook.com backslash krp radio show you know what it is by now folks everything is krp radio show but anyway you can hit us up on twitter at symbol nc pudgy and at symbol krp radio show on your internet and make sure you leave us a comment man let us know you listen to the show add us as a friend we can get into some some strange conversation on the twitter and on the facebook as we do normally so you know, that's that's normally how it goes down. Everybody who listens to the show, you are B-I-G in my book, and I appreciate the support that you guys always give me, holding it down. We're over 170,000 strong. Took us a long time to get over that, that next 10,000 hump, but, you know, it is what it is, man. You know, we had, we had an all-time high, so over 170,000. Appreciate everybody out there who support us, come through, who listen to the show, whether you call in or not, because, you know, we don't get a chance to get to the callers at all times, but... This show is here for you, man. Any topics that you feel like we need to address, anything that's absolutely R-E-A-L is real because we keep it real. Hit us up and let us know. And, you know, we can get into some, you know, some conversation about it and, and talk about a few things. Also, earlier you guys heard Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com, and she was letting you guys know how to save $0.10 cents per gallon on gas, how to go get that gift card and then go get your gas at the Murphy gas station. So make sure you guys do that. I know everybody can, wants to save a little bit on some gas. I know I do. So, you know, anyway, but Dr. Mike Bartlett came through, man, and he really dropped some jewels. I love what he had to say. I hope you guys understood that this man really wants to support the free market. And uh, coming to you next is 
my homegirl, your homegirl, celebrity, you name it, man, motivational speaker. She does it all, frankly. I mean, I don't I don't know what she can do. She's writing a novel right now. She sometimes she gets missing in action for a minute and then she'll pop back up and then she'll get like fifty comments on the Facebook page that say, Oh, Sonny, where you been? Sonny, Sonny, we miss you. Sonny, what have you been up to? And people been hitting me up asking me, Yo, what's up with Sonny, man? And I'm like, It's not my fault. You know, we had the hurricane come through and messed up the digital broadcast last week. We couldn't do the show as long as we like to. You know, stuff's just been happening, man. We had an earthquake, you know. Anyway, let me get my girl Sonny on the show, man, and we about to bring the pain. Sonny, my posse member, what's good with you, love? Not much. What's good with you, P? I'm chilling. It's all full Negro dialect on this side. You already know. Yeah, I'm just, like you said, I'm getting used to having um, earthquakes and stuff shaking my house. I ain't used to things like that. On the East Coast, man. What's good, man? God trying to tell some folks something probably. I don't know. Oh, you tell it. You better wake up and listen. <laughs> you better listen. They ain't listening. Oh, uh, they'll listen soon enough. So, how you doing, P? I'm I'm good, Sonny. I'm in a good space right now. I'm, I'm busy than I ever been, but I'm in a good space right now because a lot of things are happening. Um, you know, on Tuesday about the press conference is coming up, right? No, what's that? Well, you know. With this marriage amendment that's going on, and you know, I was going to talk to you about that, Sonny, because I'm bothered by North Carolina and this marriage amendment and all the things that's going on and how they just they're, they're trying not to give us a voice on this, Sonny. They don't want the people to vote on the marriage amendment, and I can't understand why. So Kevin Daniels and some of the black leaders and some of the black uh, uh, pastors are having a press conference on Tuesday, Tuesday morning, and they're going to get down to some facts and let the establishment the establishment know what the people want. And I think it's needed. What do you think? Like always, I'm always a little bit different thinking on on um, subjects of these matter. I am man and woman marriage all day long. But <laughs> here's my rub. And this is what I, I, I don't understand is that you don't go after the people. The reason they don't want the people to vote is because they know that the majority of North Carolinians are Christians and that it would fail. So that's why they don't want the people to vote. But we have this ongoing battle where we constantly play defense. Yeah. Okay, they come out with a bill and we're like, okay, we're going to rally against this bill because we're always on defense. But if we had the people in place, Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be playing defense. We would be offensive players at that point because they would stand them. I mean, it wouldn't even be an issue That's if, right. if we had the people in place to stand up and to do what um, what needs to be done. And that's kind of where I am. Like you said, I dropped off the map. But that's because everything that I say on on your show is the truth. When it's time for reflection in my life, I mm-hmm. reflect. So I take the time needed to do what's necessary to make sure I'm okay before I go around and try to tell somebody else what they need to do. <laughs> and that's the point where I'm at right now is that we keep having to wage these battles. And I know that no war can be won in a single battle, but I, I read I read this, this awesome quote by um, Sun Tao this morning where it says, a hundred victories in a hundred fights 
isn't an acumen to victory. When you can win a battle without having to fight, that is an acumen to um, victory. And I think that that's the point where we have to get to, where the things that 90% of us know to be true should not be the main issues that we are arguing about. For sure. You know, and the more time where it's 90% of us who are who believe in one man and one woman. You know what I'm saying? It's high up. Well, it's not as high with abortion, but it's still over the 50% mark that that are um, pro-life. Mm-hmm. So these issues where you have the majority already, they are constantly the issues that we're fighting instead of spending the time to actually address the issues with the people that are actually affecting us. So that's kind of my take on it is that if we're going to keep on fighting a single war here and there, they what what they said, um, kill us by 100 cuts, Yeah, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> they're going to make us fight 100 battles and they're going to kill us by 100 cuts. I think people are going to get tired of fighting these battles. So the solution is what you just said, to get the to get the proper people in place. But we're not going to do that if we still have folks talking about, let me keep it 1,000. If we still got black people talking about, I ain't going to vote because it don't matter. It's straight up. No, I heard, I got this conversation, and I'm always picking on black liberals, but I'm about to pick on a black, I'm about to pick on some black conservatives for a minute because I, I give it to both sides equally. Um, I had this conversation with a black conservative, and they told me um, that, at least this time, as many blacks won't show up for Obama because he is such a bad president. Wow. And they said it like there was some victory in blacks not showing up to vote. And and that kind of spun me around because I had to ask myself, what war are you fighting? Right. Well, because I don't think that me and you... I'm fighting the same war because I'm fighting a war for people. You're fighting a war for what? The presidency? You know, I don't know what he's fighting for. The the presidency only matters if the people don't have a voice. Because if the people are speaking loud enough, no matter who's president, they will listen. So what war are we fighting? And that kind of hit me, that gut checked me that Really, as a black population, we have no we have no leadership. We have no leadership. And if you remember, um, what made people follow King was not that he had the policy in place. He didn't have, um, you know, legislators writing it all out and making it all pretty. That's not what made that's not what made Martin Luther King Jr. effective. What was effective for him was that he told the truth and he did it principled. Mm. You know, no matter what can be said about anything else about his life, when it comes to his battles and his fights, he did it with principle, he did it with love, respect, and honor. Mm -hmm. And if we can't even get to that point where we realize that those are the things that are worth fighting for, then that's why we keep having these these 
hundred battles. These every other day they calling us names and and they you know they picking on us and they saying we this and we saying uh, they saying we that. Well, that's because they control the conversation. Yeah, and absolutely. it has to come to a point where the le- new black leadership stands up and says, "This is our time to control the conversation." And w- whenever I come out of my silence. I come out a little bit louder than before I went in. Mm-hmm. So you know how I was a couple, give me a month ago, you know how I was. So imagine how I am now that I've taken a whole month to think about it, to pray on it, and to know that what I am doing is right, and to put my full force and power behind it. 2000 and what, 2011, 2012 is going to be a good year. Hmm. Sonny, let me tell you something. Here's what here, here's what I like about Sonny, right? I remember when you came on the show and and you talked about reflection. I, I'm not sure what week that is because time flies for me. Every day is one big day. I barely sleep. But what I like is that you practice what you preach, Sonny. And um, it's important that you do that because every first of all, every day is an ongoing improvement. You know, I posted something before, and this was a revelation that was given to me. But every day is a new day to be perfect. Like we have this, we have this mentality, and it's it's a it's a learned mentality, right? A learned state that you can't be perfect. You always heard it all your life. You can't be perfect. You can't be perfect. You're gonna make a mistake. But every day you go to sleep, every day you're blessed to see another day. You can strive for perfection. If you go into something thinking you're gonna do bad, you're gonna do bad. So. That's what I try to practice with myself now. I try to make every day that perfect day. I strive for perfection every day because I feel like it's possible to live one day perfect. And if you take one day at a time about the things that we're trying to do and the things that we're saying and we're sincere about it, I think it's achievable. You know what I mean? And that's that's the kind of message that we got to get across to everybody that, hey, I'm not just saying do these things. And, and I commend you for that, Sonny, because you do it. I've seen it. I'm a witness to it. You're not just saying do these things. You're actually doing it yourself, and it shows. It's shown by me, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners are seeing it as well. A lot of your supporters and followers are seeing it as well because they couldn't contact you before. <laughs> well, no, I, I do. I had to. It, it comes a point where I'm getting ready to ask something of the black community, you know, and so many so many empty promises. So many times someone has come to them and said, this is the answer, this is the way, this is the, you know, and I will not be the one that brings you a system that's set on failing. Mm-hmm. Everything that I say will be something that I have contemplated on, something that I have learned hard knock, okay, something yeah. that prayed on, something that I have learned from other people's mistakes, something that I have learned from, like, everything WHWD, I don't know how many times I got to say it. If it comes (laughs) through God, if it comes through your family, if it comes through your culture, and if you can find it in, in history, it is something that is meant to be held on to as a truth. And right now, that's all I have room for in my life is that truth. You know, I have my daughter's coming up, and she's getting into everything now. And I'm yeah. like, wow, because before it was easy. You know, it was, you know, she wanted to watch the Doodle Bops, and she wanted, you know, okay, watch the Doodle <laughs> Bops. I didn't have a problem with that. 
But now the stuff that she, I'm like, oh, so not even, not even just the situation with what we're trying to do out there in the community, what we're trying to do in politics. It is a basis of what we are trying to do in our own homes. What my yeah. philosophy is not something that's meant to just be developed for outside people. This is a philosophy that I will instill into my child, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. to give you the seriousness of what I'm saying. This is what I will have her foundation built off of. No doubt. That is not something to be taken lightly, you know, so for whatever reason you think that anybody else got into it, this is why I got into it. Mm-hmm. I got a little mm-hmm. one. And 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 that's all that matters to me in the crux of learning to understand things. And I am able to take it from the um, from the micro to the macro. And that's what we need to do. Bring your policies with you when you talk about politics, when you're talking about anything. Bring those hard knock life hard learned lessons with you and do not let anyone convince you that the stuff that you learned the hard way was wrong, makes you ignorant, makes you less than, makes you um not an elite, makes you not fit in. No. It makes you uniquely you. That's yeah. all you can be. That's all God asks of you and don't worry about what a other what what another man has to say. No doubt, so, and that, that's important because, like, I, I call myself a conservative, right? By by definition of the word conserve, I call myself a conservative because I live that way, and and that's what I know to be right. You know what I mean? I, I don't I don't come from a place where anything was given to you. Even you had to earn your respect. You had to earn a nickname. You had to earn every. I'm you know I'm, man. I'm from a place where you had to earn your nickname. You know what I mean? Pudgy was given to me as a kid, but. You know, I had to earn P real or P funk or whatever they call me or just P or you know what I'm saying or whatever. So I can't go for the gimme, gimme, gimme. I want, I want, I want. I'm gonna take, 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 take. It's all about earning. And and Sonny, like the most important thing, man, about being a conservative now is that having your own identity must be said and spoken, must be displayed loudly. Because there are a lot of conservatives out there. Excuse me. Let me get on the conservative not <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's listen man there's a lot of conservatives out there who got the wrong idea and got the wrong message i was just talking to a guy and we went back and forth about he was trying to tell me how we needed to get rid of all the entitlements and just do away with them and you can't expect this and you can't expect that i said listen man this is america first of all this is america right this is a place where we give billions of dollars to other countries because they have a storm or a natural disaster, and it's expected. So you can't tell me that it's not ethical for America to have a system in place for when Americans, Americans now, come into a, a situation where they can't provide for themselves for a short amount of time. So you can't tell me that we're, we're not we're not supposed to do that. You know what I'm saying? We can't have it. It's not viable to have a system like that. So there are a lot of conservatives out there who got it twisted, Sonny. Let me let me let me interject a bit on that because this is something that I have a problem with and I'm gonna bring the black church in on this as well. Um I think that 
the re all right, up until from about from from the end of slavery up until about the civil rights era, okay? Blacks were mostly self sufficient. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We did our own thing, we took our we took care of our own families, we, we took had care to. of our own communities. We we were basically a good strong unit. Mm-hmm. Right? Whether rich or poor, whatever it was, we were still a strong family unit. Mm-hmm. And everybody would like to say and blame it on the fact that, um, like, to say that the civil rights movement was, like, the worst thing that ever happened because after it, you saw these effects of, um, of what, of, of the civil rights movements as far as, like, blacks pulling all their money out of the banks. You know what I'm saying? They abandoning black communities because they wanted to live in the in the white communities and make themselves feel better, and all of this we destroyed it. Uh, we just gave it away. The whole the, it's a I gotta watch my tongue here because I don't want to say something. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to say something politically incorrect, so I'm trying to watch my tongue here. But it's our own fault to say it very, very nicely. When it comes to the idea of helping other people, that was the job of our church. Mm-hmm. We gave it away. If you look at the church now, half of the churches in our communities don't know the people that live in the community. Nope. Okay. Before... The church gave that right away. The church had to reach out to the people in order to help them. You had a church. It, it God's will was being done. Okay, I'm trying to say this as nicely as I can without really trying to hurt some. Or I you can say it the way you need to say it. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll outright say it because all this dancing is making me feel like I'm stuttering and I don't like that. Put it this yeah, way. Yeah, we don't dance. We gangster boogie. Go ahead. Church <laughs> bought and sold and paid for, and the cost of their soul was the black community. Because the Bible tells us as Christians that we as individuals are to help the poor. We are to, we are to help the widows. We are to help the... um. The children. We are to help the, um, what is it called? We are supposed to help the least among us. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. And that order is to go through the church. So those of like mind and like heart meet at the church as individuals, and through their combined efforts, the church were to take care of the least among us. Now, the church sold that right for a tax-exempt, um, for a tax-exempt <laughs> status. And they gave the people over to the federal government. And this is the part that that really ticks me off about social programs, is that once you let them in, you can never get them out. So no, nope. so no matter how innocent your intention is when you started it, no matter how nice you thought it would be, it always ends up being worse than something you didn't expect with unintended consequences. Mm. And, and that is the point. The point is, if the church had stood up and if the church had did its job, when they introduced the idea of food stamps, black folks wouldn't have flocked to it. 
But the moment they silenced their tongue so they didn't have to pay a, a percentage of their tithes to the federal government, mm-hmm. the minute they silenced their tongue, they gave away the people. Wow. That's the point that we're at right now. So if we don't shock the system to a point where it is actually shocked, if you look at what happened when Reagan redid welfare reform and when Clinton redid welfare reform, both times the critics argued that it was going to push 5 million kids um, into poverty, right? And that... um, Amongst that, the numbers amongst the black community would be exponentially higher. Well, what ended up happening is once they passed that reform and they made it impossible for these people to have this assistance, all the only thing that happened was they went home. They left Section 8. They went home and apologized to Mama. They went home and apologized to Grandma. They went home and apologized to whoever it was they had to apologize to, and they went and went to school, and they got jobs. If you look at the look at the black community now, look how many successful blacks you have now around our age group, from like 30 to 40. Right. Those are children that were the direct effect of the Reagan years. Those were the children whose parents were probably, you know, kind of at that poverty level. And then when when these policies got pushed and the economy boomed and took off, they found themselves a job. They found good careers. And these are the blacks that you see today driving around in the nice cars. And, and, you know, they have worked to get where they are. Don't get me wrong. And I will never try to take that from them. But the way they got there was when they were shocked, when the system hit them and they were absolutely shocked into saying that I have to do what needs to be done. At that moment, they didn't fall into poverty. Instead, they picked themselves up. They went to school. They got jobs. They got careers. They started taking care of their families. And if one thing you could say in looking at the black community, we have a lot of black people in the suburbs. Sure we do. All of us aren't relegated to the projects and to the ghettos. It is a whole bunch of us who are now in the burbs. But majority of us started our life in the ghetto. So if you if you track it along the process of history, you will see that the majority of us that are in that age group we were a direct descendants of the Reagan era and the push away from welfare, the cut in taxes, and the boom in our economy. So if you relegate everything and look back into history, what is really needed right now is that shock. And like it or not, that shock is coming. We are broke. As a country, we don't have the money. So they can keep on lying to you and saying, we're just going to give you more. We're going to give you more. We're going to do this. But eventually, somebody they're going to stop loaning us money, and we're going to be broke. And everybody who is dependent on the system will get the shock of their life. Gonna get the, the choice now is, do you make the choice to feel that shock, or 
or do you wait until the government forces it on you? My bad for being so long-winded. Nah, that's my message right there. I'm, I'm glad you said it. Let me know I'm right. 619-638-8559 is the number, krpradioshow.com. Sonny, I'm going to go to commercial, but look, I wanna, I wanna, I'm going to bring you right back because I want to ask you about the CBC and what's going on with all that crazy stuff over there with the Congressional Black Caucus. Folks, you don't want to miss this because I'm sure Sonny's got something really, really uh, interesting to say about the CBC and all that stuff that's going on with them guys. We'll be right back. KRP Radio Show, you rocking with Pudgy and Sonny Johnson, extraordinary woman, activist, motivational speaker. She does it all, man. And Sonny, you know what? Listen to this. Sound Shoe, 
The number one online music tournament encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to soundchew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then... Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897 And don't forget Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says Don't forget the reason for the season Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism One out of every 110 children born today Will be diagnosed with autism If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. WMMG, home of the KIRP radio show. You rocking with Pudgy, man. I'm on the air another Sunday, 9-4-2011. I didn't give the date, even though some folks complained about that once before. I guess when they're listening to the archives, they like to know what date the show is broadcasting on. So today's the 4th of September, folks. 
I got on the air special guest with me, Sonny Johnson, who always coming through my full Negro dialect. That's pound sign FND if you're on Twitter. My partner also shout out to Kevin Daniels of the Frederick Douglass Foundation, North Carolina president. And a big shout out to my man over there at the Frederick Douglass Foundation, national chairman, Tim Johnson, also a patriot that's going on and holding stuff down for us all over the United States today. If you're just joining us, 619-638-8559 is the number. You are B.I.G. in my book for holding us down. I'm getting ready to bring Sonny back on, but I got to tell you one thing before I bring her back on. I got to let you know about tonight's guest that we had, special guest, uh, Secretary of State, North Carolina nominee, uh, the one we're going to vote on, the guy that we're going to stand behind, folks, Dr. Mike Beitler. I encourage you guys to look him up, understand what he has going on, and, and, and I want you guys to understand his vision that he has for North Carolina, and especially small business owners or folks who choose to get in the small business world, folks who want to open a small business. He's all for cutting out some of these extra, extra regulations that we have. So make sure you check him out. His campaign website is BeitlerForNC.com. That's B-E-T-B-E-I-T-L-E-R-4-N-C.com. That's F-O-R, folks, for. Or you can also hit him up by email. That's Mike at MikeBeitler.com. Google search it. Do whatever you got to do. I encourage you guys to send the man an email out. Let him know that you were rocking with him on, you know, on the KRP radio show. Can't even get my show name right, but... Sonny, what's good? And before you ask me anything about the GBC, <laughs> I, I was like, I hope I can catch you before you ask me something. Yeah, what's so up? So I'm going to give you this stern warning before you ask me something, all right? <laughs> you better be ready. Because I told you I went into my hiatus, you know what I'm saying, kind of... You know, ready, but I didn't came out of it with a whole new attitude. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need to make sure you're ready for that. Look, man, the show is KRP Radio Show. I got a couple of people who donate, a couple of people who are sponsors. You know, we run their commercials, but at the end of the day, WMMG pay the bills on this side. If the radio stations don't like it, they'll cut it out. But they always ask for authorization before they cut it out. So we rocking with the best, baby. The CBC. Let me let me tell you. Let me let me let me explain this comment right here. Right. If this ain't the most, let me just read it. Democrats accused Tea Party of wanting minorities hanging on a tree at war with the black president. What do you think about that? <laughs> All right. Here's my deal. All right. I refuse. I didn't told. I didn't come. I've, I, you know, your your listeners know me well enough to know I'm a I'm a che- I'm a chess player, not a checkers player. Okay. I, I don't. I when when they show me their right hand, I'm always looking at what their left hand is doing. <laughs> so you can sit up and you you know what I'm saying. I go to the tea parties. I'm here on the radio after I come from a tea party. So I'm Shout not worried about tea parties <laughs> wanting to hang me from a tree. You, you, don't, yet, you won't get my time. Here, here's what I will say. Their mask is coming off. Their Uh-oh. lives can no longer hold water because now even black families are starting to wake up and say, you know what, I want school choice. You know what, I don't believe in gay marriage. You know what, I don't believe in abortion. And the more and more they try to push these policies, the more and more their mask is coming off. Every single time their mask comes off, every single time another one of them takes off their mask and they expose the hatred, the black heart, the the lack of ideas 
All they do is make me want to fight a little bit harder. So instead of commenting on what the Tea Party will do or wants to do or plans to do, how about we concentrate on the legacy that is the Congressional Black Caucus? Mm. How about we talk about the achievements of the Congressional Black Caucus? Because under their 45 years of leadership, let's Mm -hmm. see what has happened to the black community in terms of marriage, in terms of abortion rates. In terms of entrepreneurship, in terms of graduation rates, in in terms of incarceration, and Mm. in terms of um, gerrymandering the districts and pushing certain uh, populations together to be forced into one representative. Let's talk about all the things that the CBC has actually done, um, what they they did with the farmers down in the the south, with the black farmers. Let's talk about the the when they were paying and giving out college tuitions to their own family members. Let's talk about how they're lining up banks to give um, loans from TARP that they are passing. Let's talk about the CBC Ooh. because all they do is when they come out, they want us to say and defend ourselves. They want us to get on the defensive and say, "Oh no, we're not this. Oh no, we're not that. How dare you!" Look, those were those were games that I played when I was in elementary school. You will not have me as a grown woman, as an adult, bickering with you because you want to call me names. The proof is in the pudding. Go to Chicago. Go to New York. Go to Detroit. Go to St. Louis. Go to Memphis. Go to New Orleans. Go to Biloxi. Go to these places where they are all ruled by these black elitists that sit in the black caucus, and you tell me the condition of the black community. It has come a time where we are lacking leadership, okay? God has placed his hand on me, and he has said there is work to be done, and I am trying to tell you You see, your days are numbered. You will not control our future. You have controlled our past, and we see the results. There is a new age of black conservatives coming up, and you will not control us. You will not manipulate us. You will not scare us. Your tactics do not work on us because we learned them on the playground in elementary school. (laughs) All right. Woo! Sonny! You got a church fan over there? You need to fan yourself because <laughs> you're on fire. <laughs> it, 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 I'm getting to the point where I'm tired of having my intelligence questioned, okay? I know exactly who I am. I know exactly what I know. And I'm going to be damned if anyone is going to sit up there and tell me that I am somehow unknowingly or unwittingly a pawn in someone else's game. If you don't think that I can think for myself, Bring it. I'm here. Game on. Until then, I will not play your game. I will expose you and your rotten core for what it is, and I will bring about the destruction of Liberalville. That is my purpose. Let's just just moment of silence. Hold on. Just a moment of silence. Don't say nothing. We're just going to let it rock for a minute so all that can just sink in. Because I don't know if anybody out there who's listening to the show were paying attention but Sonny just named off 11 or more, 11 that I caught, different things that the CBC claimed that they stand for and have failed us on repeatedly over and over and over again. 
The real failure is how we continue to vote for these folks over and over and over again. It seems like they're only out to solidify their lifelong position in the CBC. When you bring somebody like Alan West along, they attack him because he has an individual thought. He doesn't think collectively with that group. He stands for something different. He stands for the people. He stands for individualism, capitalism. It's amazing. These these are the same people who were just attacking the president. But if you rewind about 18 months, I'm sorry, about 23 months ago, they were saying, President Obama, you haven't done anything for us. We put okay, you in office and you, you haven't know, done anything for us. And you remember when I talked about those school scandals? You know when those school scandals came out? You know when those ethic violations came up into in Congress? Those ethic violations for them handing out college tuitions to their family members came mm-hmm. out the week after they asked the president, what was your black agenda? Mm-hmm. As soon as they asked him for a black agenda, ethics violations came against them. Their yeah. skeletons started falling out the closet. Google this, shut folks. Up. Look it up. Look it up, folks. This, this is not... See, I don't want people who listen to the show to be like, oh, they're making up this, and they just they hate the CBC, and they always stand. Look, we don't stand up for nobody. If you're right, you're right. You know what I'm saying? I the KRP Radio, KRP Radio Show don't stand up for nobody. We rocking with the middle ground. So if you don't like it, we're going to offend everybody probably. But the truth is the truth. You got to research it for yourself, folks. The, the information is out there. Look up the sanctions on the CBC. Look it up. Look it up for yourselves. We got no reason to lie on here. No, you know, I don't even... You know what? I don't even want you to waste your time looking at the CBC. What I want you to do instead of wasting your time looking at the CBC is to look at the districts in which these CBC members represent. Look at the areas. Look at the cities in which they represent. And then you look at the black individual that lives in those cities. You look at the poverty rates in those cities. You, for once, actually do what you say you do. And you say that, oh, you care about black people? Well, how about instead of looking at the CBC, you look at the people who the CBC are supposed to be representing. You look at your black brothers and your black sisters that are suffering in generational poverty. These are the ones that you complain about. These are the ones that you get so angry about. These are the ones you want to cuss me out about. Look what (laughs) districts they are in. Their representatives sit in the CBC, and you want to cuss at me? Instead of them who represent you and your district, all the things that's going on in our neighborhoods, in in the prominent black neighborhoods, I'm sorry, the traditional black neighborhoods, they run them. They rock. Look it up. Those are your senators. Those are your Congress members right there. So ask yourself. You can't always blame it on Congress and go, "Hey, well, they're not they're not allowing them to do anything." That you know, that's the thing I hate the most when I criticize something that the president done. I respect the man. I respect the position. I respect any president, but he get the same treatment that Bush got. If you're wrong, you're wrong. So these CBC members, they're wrong. You look at their districts. They're not doing a damn thing to represent the people properly. They're only representing their own interests. When it comes voter time, you'll see them. Next year, I guarantee you, anybody out there, Chicago, I want you guys, like you said, St. Louis, I want you guys to look around. Maxine Waters, see if you can find her. Y'all look around and see if you can find her in your neighborhood somewhere at speaking engagements. You ain't going to find them. But they got the nerve to pray before they have a meeting. And these are the... 
folks that talk about they don't want relig- they want separation of religion and state, church and state. You gotta be kidding me, man. You gotta be kidding me. But see, here's the good thing. Here's the good thing. God makes man for every season. God makes man for every season, and their season is done. They had their day, Sonny, but it's a wrap for them. We don't. Their we don't need them. Their season is. And I'm telling you, I am at a place of peace right now that only comes before the storm. So I am fully aware about of what's getting ready to happen, about what's coming my way. But I will tell you this. I am waging a war for the individual. Absolutely. Okay? No doubt. I am waging a war for the one. Okay? Not the exception to the rule. I'm waging a war for the exception to become the rule. Wow. Sometimes, and sometimes even in my position, I have to soak in how big this is. Because we are not talking about politics here. We are not talking about a president here. We are not talking about a Congress, a legislative body. We're not talking about policy. We're not talking about those things. We're talking about people. We're, I'm talking about people that look like me and grew up like me and had situations like me, who've had abandonment like me and struggle like me and, and days where you never thought peace would come. Those are the people who are unrepresented. And I can promise you, and I can promise you with every breath in my body, it will not last long. Your voice will be heard. They will hear you loud and clear because I will not stop until they do. Well, you know what? We're going to be rocking together, Sonny, because this is a lifelong mission for me. This is not something that we just picked up. This is not. This, this is something we live in, man, and this is where we are. Uh, like you said earlier in the show, you know, at the beginning, and, and like I've been saying every show, we lack black leadership. But the good part about that is that we can all stand up and be individuals now because we have to. Once again, we're forced to do the right thing. Once again. Exactly. But and, if we and, don't but, do the right thing and we lay down. Here's the point. Here's the point. We're we're getting warned that the tornadoes is coming. Just imagine now that every single channel is right now telling you a Hurricane 5 is blowing your way and it's time for you to move. That's where we are right now. Are we going to be New Orleans and wait for Katrina to hit us and then have us forced into taking whatever is handed to us? Or are we going to be the ones that start packing the sandbags? Are we going to ones? Are we going to be the ones that say this is worth fighting for? We will hold our ground. We will put in the hard work. We will save what is ours. It is up to us. If you decide, or if we decide as a black population individually, and then collectively as a group, to be led by. You know, as Kev like to call, uh, as Kev like to call them, the commun the communistic black caucus. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Daniels. <laughs> if we if we sit and we allow ourselves to be led by them, we cannot look back one day and blame it on the white man. We can't look back one day and blame it on the rich. We can't look back one day and blame it on progressivism or 
or capitalism or conservatism, we're not going to be able to look back and blame it on anybody but ourselves. Because if you walk around now talking about nobody can put their hands on you and you so big and bad, well, why don't you step into this arena and find <laughs> something that's really worth fighting for and prove how bad you really are? Because if all you got to fight for is a street that you don't own on a block that will lock you up the minute they can, then you ain't fighting for much. You lose. That's a, that's a losing battle. See, I told you, got, you got me all riled up tonight. I was just about to say, you got me sweating in here, man. It, it's it's the end of the hour. You got we got four minutes to go, man. Let let's just, let me just let's let's mosey on to something different because I gotta calm down. I'm getting ready to play some old school here in the next in the bonus hour, and you know when we end the show, I'm gonna play the you know we're gonna play the um you know the outro for the show, and then we're gonna come right back with some old school music that I'm probably gonna end up paying the fine for. But I just feel like we need to you know change paces a little bit. Plus, I had some music that you know that I found just reminded me of how it used to be back in the day, man. When when everybody came together, hell, you could borrow water from somebody if your lights got if your water got turned off. You could you could get an egg from a neighbor, but you know I don't know, man. That's just when everybody used to hold each other down. So, Sonny, on a different yeah. note, whew, man, I, I can hardly leave this stuff, man. It, it, it's, it's buzzing in my brain, but on a different I'm note, sorry, we got a long fight ahead of us. We'll have many more of these. <laughs> you ain't lying about that, man. Um, we coming up on a year, Sonny. Real soon for the show, November 28th, we're coming up on a year. And uh, what we're trying to organize is an annual dinner. You know what I mean? And um, it's going to be a live show as well, but we're trying to organize an annual dinner where I'm going to invite all the, all the you know, the prior guests to the show, everybody out there. But I definitely want you there, and I want you leading the, leading the podium. I want you to speak to the people. You know, I'm going to invite all sorts of people from all walks of life and you know, we're going to come in, we're going to have a good time, we have some serious talk, but we're going to laugh, we have a couple comedians there. You know, I just want to have a good time, man, and, and we can reflect back on some of the things that we talked about throughout this year on the KRP, KRP radio show, because truly, I know that, you know, just from talking to some folks that this show has made a difference for a lot of people, it's encouraged people to be their own, you know, to to be that individual, to think differently, it's okay to think different, and know you're not crazy for for thinking about, you know, something other than what schools taught you or going along with status quo. No, you're not crazy for going out on your own and wanting to start your own business and believing that you can make something of yourself. No, you're not crazy for wanting to be rich and striving to do that. You know what I mean? No, you shouldn't hate the the rich person because that person at one point in time was most likely working as hard as you are to get where you're going. You know what I mean? So that's where we're headed, man, and I hope and pray that, you know, I'll get the dates together and you can be a part of that show. You know it. You know it. You just gave me the dates so on my schedule be open for you. You know it ain't nowhere else I'd rather be. Well, we're definitely working on it, man, and I'm, we'll have you listed as, as the guest speaker, of course. Get you in there, and, and, you know, we can chop it up. And I know, I already know what you say. Like, when you go to speak, you want some good home cooking, so we got you. You know, we you got know you. You know it. Yeah, Look, I'm going to go I'm a, a down-south girl. I, I don't like going places where you want to offer me food I can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta be able to look at it and see what it is. Yeah, I mean, we'll have we'll have some food at the event, but I, I'm gonna make a special trip to go pick up Grandma for you, man, and get Grandma to burn some stuff for you. My Grandma can get busy. She's 70 and she get around like the best of them. So shout out oh. to you, Grandma Janet. Love you to death, man. She definitely holds it down. So, you know, man. Grandma still, loves sweet potato pie too. 
<laughs> and she can make a nice sweet potato pie, so we got you. It ain't nothing. As soon as you said grandma, I had to throw that in. I love you, grandma. No, nah, I'm down south women, man. They, you know, the old down south women get busy, man. She she holds it down. That's if I can get her off work to come through it. Because <laughs> she's going to go to work. I don't care what nobody say. She's going to make her way to work. If she got to call a taxi or catch the bus, grandma going to work. Well, I'm real interested and real, I'm I'm just, the Lord has blessed us to be born in a day where we could, um, we could affect the future. And we all should look at that. And when we think about our, our founding fathers, our black forefathers, we should think about that and think about how we look back on them. And we and we can revere them, we can hate them, we can talk about their mistakes, but we always we look back and we say that they did something, and this is our moment to do something. So all I encourage, find something that is worth fighting for, not that where you blame somebody, just find something that is worth fighting for and give your heart to it, because you can't lose if that's your formula, you can't lose. That's the formula for success. Sonny, any shout-outs before you roll out? You know we got the bonus hour with some old school, so you might want to stick on just to hear that. But any shout-outs before we go to that? Oh, on on, on, um, on demand right now is Sarah Palin's The Undefeated. I hey. make a, a cameo, small cameo in it, but it's a, a great outline of Sarah Palin. Whether you like it or not, uh, whether you like her or not, I, I put it out there to check it out. And um, if nothing else, understand what the media does, what your perception of Sarah Palin is as opposed to what the actual truth is. And once you see the difference between the two, realize that they do it on every single subject. And then that should give you some kind of perspective about uh, what news you're actually getting from the media. So that kind of be my suggestion to go out there and check out the undefeated Sarah Palin. Well, that's what we're going to definitely check out. And even if you don't check it out for Sarah Palin, check it out just to hit my girl Sonny on there. Drop some jewels, man. Sonny, we love you, man. Shout out to you. Appreciate you coming to the show. We'll talk next week for sure. Thank you much, P. Thank you, audience. Check out next week. So that's it, folks. We're going to wrap up the show. And for the next 30 minutes, we're going into the bonus coverage. We're already actually over. The online, I'm sorry, the radio broadcast won't get this, but anybody online will get this. So shout out to you folks. If you want to hear some good old school rock with me, hang in there just for a minute. We're going to play the outro, and then we'll come right back into the old school songs. You heard some of them doing the show. Got to give a special shout out to Dr. Mike Byler, Secretary of State for NC. That's our candidate. We definitely going to support that man. Shout out to Sonny Johnson coming through. Kevin Daniels, NC, and also National President of the Frederick Douglass Foundation, my man Tim Johnson. Shout out to the PAC over there in Minnesota. Shout out to Dean Nelson, everybody out there at the Frederick Douglass Foundation. Cows, you in here, baby, the VP of North Carolina FDF. Shout out to you. Everybody out there, check out the campaign on Facebook. That's Facebook.com backslash I love being a black father. Make sure you like our campaign, man. We're doing something big with that. That's a movement of its own. We don't want any money from it. We don't want anything. We just want ideas. We are out here to take the identity of a proper black father back. Despite what the president said about us not taking care of our kids, we are for our black fathers, and we definitely do that. Shout out to all the listeners out there. You guys, you know y'all first, man. Y'all B.I.G. in my book, always holding me down. I appreciate it. 170,000 strong. That's what we do. One love. Next Sunday, we'll be back with the tribute to 9-11. Hang in there. We'll be right back with the old school.
recognize real, gon' recognize real. real. Phony gon' recognize still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. Welcome to the bonus hour of the KRP Radio Show, man. We're not talking no more politics. We're going to sit back. We're going to lay back, and we're going to listen to some old school. So take your hats off, relax, listen to some music that you probably ain't heard in a long time.
what's been the biggest thrill in your life?
Gotta give a special shout out to everybody who took the time to listen to the show towards the end. Everybody who listened to the bonus coverage. I hope you enjoy this uh, this extra bonus coverage of nothing but old school music. I appreciate everybody listening and thanks to all the guests. You guys are B.I.G. in my book and I really appreciate you guys supporting the KRP Radio Show. Until next week, I'm going to leave you guys with a little bit of this Booty Collins and I'm out of here. One love. to be funny, but I'm really serious this time, baby, even though uh, it's a cold world, baby, but you know deep down inside that I do love you. Like we always do with this channel.